and welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick, I'm your host. This week, I'm going to help you think about presenting and comparing it to breathing. If you're new to this podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. If you've been here before, happy that you're back. Been doing this for a number of years. And the point here is to help you become a more intentional communicator, a person that values preparation, consideration before communication, whether it's your writing or your conversations or meetings, interactions, you're more thoughtful. Recognizing that we live in a world where it's easier than ever to communicate and it's harder than ever to cut through the clutter. I've written a book called Brief, which is about clear and concise communication. About 10 years ago, that book came out. Still supporting that through a business called The Brief Lab. A few years back, I wrote a book called Noise, Living and Leading and Nobody Can Focus. That book is all about distractions and disruptions and devices and the environment that we live in, that we communicate in, that we think in, which is very noisy. It's hard to think. So many things competing for our attention. And a new book that's coming out later this year called Quiet Works, Making Silence the Secret Ingredient of the Workday. So if you look at those three books, they all work together. They all work together. And this podcast is to help you. And when I think back on the work that we do in teaching people how to communicate briefly with an impact, I honestly say that teaching people how to do presentations is at the bottom of the list. There is so much written on this topic that the world doesn't need another person like me to write about it. So you can find research, you can look up YouTube videos. There's just a ton of stuff out there. I personally and professionally think a lot of it's not very good because it makes you too self-aware. You start to become stuck in your own head. Yeah, there's a lot of key considerations. People are super nervous when they speak in public, when they're giving presentations, especially when there's high impact moments. I mean, you can imagine what those might be. Maybe you're pitching, you know, for a new account, like new business. Maybe you're giving a, a speech in front of a lot of people. You've been asked to, to talk in front of an industry conference. Um, you know, you've got a new project that you're trying to get approved and you got to present it, whatever that might be, those moments get people um, all worked up. Certainly, they're just, they're just worked up. I mean, I've, I've had to do it in my career. I remember taking the first public speaking class at a college, and, you know, you're nervous. You're standing in front of all these other students, talking about whatever you're talking about, and um, your heart starts to race, and you get nervous, and you sweat, your palms are sweaty, and and you can't wait for it to be over. And then you get some people that love it, but the people that are watching them are like, all right, you know, can you please sit down because it's just too much. And again, there's a whole bunch of stuff. So why am I doing a podcast episode on presentations if I put it at the bottom of my list? Well, because I think that a good presentation is like breathing. You don't even notice that you're doing it. You just don't. If you think about breathing techniques. This is actually funny and interesting. There are a million of them. I mean, just 
Google it, like breathing techniques. I just went into chat GPT and I'm like, okay, you got, you know, box breathing, which is inhale for four seconds, hold for four seconds, exhale for four seconds. You've got four, seven, eight breathing, alternative nostril breathing. You've got, you know, deep breathing. The list goes on and on and it just gets weirder and weirder. I'm not saying that those techniques aren't great, but you become super aware of your breathing. You're like, I've never thought about my breathing more in my entire life. And I, when I was doing research for the book Noise and what's led me to the, the whole value of quiet and quiet time, um, it became super technical and the breathing was part of it. You go down these rabbit holes of breathing and it's like people like Wim Hof and you get in a cold bath. I mean, all this stuff. It's just, you know, I'm not saying it's not great. It's probably amazing, but it's so technical. And I just started going down this this whole other world of breathing. And it just became like, that was quiet. And it was like, holy cow, this is complicated. So I kind of backed out of that and came to a conclusion that, you know, the quiet was really an appointment, not a technique. And that was my takeaway. Led me to a lot of, um, to value quiet because it wasn't a technical thing. It was an appointment scheduling thing. But when you're in a, in this moment of presenting, this is what I want you to think about today you're going to do all this preparation leading up to this presentation and you have to, right? So you've got all these key learnings that you built. Maybe you've done classes with us and brief and, and clear and concise and having conversations with people and all the stuff that you learned here in this podcast in our courses and maybe in the book, all of which are good. And those are all how you prepare. You just start getting ready for knowing your audience and what your audience needs and giving them what they want. And it's not about you. It's about them. And Still doesn't make you um, comfortable. You can be nervous, for sure. But when you think about breathing, it's really the best, actually, when you're not even thinking about it. It's just it's a natural thing. You just um, take a breath, you breathe in and out, you don't even notice. And good presentations are like that. They're just, you, you don't really notice. The person who is listening doesn't even think that you're presenting. You're presenting, but you don't even think that you're presenting. You're just having this moment where you're having a conversation and it's natural. It's a back and forth. It's like, take a breath in, you, you breathe out, it's sitting out and, um, and just as the metaphor goes, here's a couple of just considerations about how natural you'd want it to be. You don't want the audience to take a deep breath and hold it until you're done. That's one thing I want you to think about. So think about like, all right, I'm going to talk. And it's not really a conversation. It's a monologue. And I'm telling them, take a deep breath and don't let it out until I'm finished. Well, clearly people are going to start turning blue in the face. Cause you just, you don't even know what, when, how, this, how long is this getting to last? You know, you on forever and ever. I remember, um, <clears throat> there was this, um, pastor or priest in this parish that I went to and he wasn't the best public speaker. Um, and I would say that collectively the audience, the, the congregation or the audience would take a deep breath and hold it until, until he was finished. And he would just go on forever and ever and ever. And it was really funny because he would say the word amen to end. And that was, everybody would just wait for the amen and they would go amen. And then they would know it was over. And then they would be like their ability to kind of go, get breathe again. Oh my gosh. So you don't want your, the people you're talking to, to take a deep breath and hold it. You want them to, you know, just they're listening and you're talking and 
it's, it doesn't feel exhausting. It just feel, it feels comfortable, feels natural. Um, and the second thing in this is you don't want to be thinking about your presenting style or your technique or your approach while you're doing it. That's like thinking about your breathing when you're breathing. And when I was doing this research for quiet time, I started practicing some of these techniques. I don't know which ones I did, but let's say I did the the uh, the four, seven, eight breathing technique, which is inhale for four seconds, hold the breath for seven seconds, and exhale for eight seconds. I would get this confused, and I was doing it like the eight, seven, four, and four, seven, eight, five, seven, two, and I mean, I started hyperventilating. I didn't know if I was breathing in or breathing out. I was super confused. And when you're presenting, you don't want to be thinking about yourself like that. If you ever seen the movie um, Talladega Nights, there's a really funny scene where Will Ferrell, uh, Ricky Bobby, is doing an interview and and he's standing there and he's like, "I don't know what to do with my hands and his hands," you know, like when he's talking, public speaking. And I remember one of the first classes that I ever taught, the Brief Lab, before the Brief Lab was even created, actually. This guy said, "Like, oh, am I giving a presentation? What do I do with my hands?" And I'm like, if you're giving a really good presentation, nobody even notices where your hands are. You shouldn't be thinking about it and they shouldn't be looking at them. And that's just the way it goes. You should be in the moment and you're not thinking about it. They're not thinking about it. You're just having a conversation that you've prepared for and you're delivering it. And it's an in and out kind of exchange where there's no moment where I'm just like, oh my gosh, how am I doing? Where are my hands? What's my body language? Should I slow down, speed up? You just, you don't want to get inside your head that way. I think another way that presenting is like breathing is like, are you sharing the air? Are you sucking all the air out of the room? Is there any room for anybody else to participate in this? It's like an all you. And if, if this really is a conversation and, and the best presentations are in fact a conversation, you're, you're having a conversation with the audience. I don't care if you're talking to to, to 30 people or 300 or 3,000. You're having a conversation with a group of people. Even if they don't speak back to you out loud, they're speaking, talking to you in their head. They're like, yeah, I agree with that. That makes sense. You know, this, this is easy to understand. I'm with you. Right now we're having a conversation. You know, we're talking to each other. You're talking back. You're like, I don't know what he's saying. This makes sense. Maybe I'm a terrible breather. I hate giving presentations. I got one coming up. But we're having a conversation about presentations and about the best ones are ones that you don't even think about how you're doing. You've done all of that before you start. That was your preparation. And you're sharing the air with the people that you're talking to. They, have, they can breathe. They can say something. They can participate in it. They're not just sort of holding their breath, waiting for you to be done. And that's the beauty of it. It's just, you're not even realizing and nobody's realizing that this is, an, is a presentation. There's a moment where it's kind of like good acting. If you watch a really good actor, actress, when they're going, you don't even, you suspend belief. You don't even think that they're acting. And in fact, if you think about it, they're actually acting. They're not that character, but you've, but you really, for that moment, have just stopped thinking about them as an actor on a stage delivering lines. And you are just watching. 
and enjoying and participating and you're part of it with them and you're not conscious of it. It's a very subconscious thing. It's, it's happening and you made that happen. You thought about that before you came and you realized how much time you have and you started considering, you know, how easy it is for them to get distracted and, and you start playing around with what are the most important things that you need to say and what kind of tone you want to have and if you wanted to share a story. But that's all in advance of the moment. You practice it, you rehearsed it so that you get comfortable with it. And, um, and then in that moment you're there and you're presenting and, and you stop thinking about your breathing. You stop thinking about your presentation. You were, you were thinking about that the day before or the hour before or the week before, but not now. Now you're in a conversation with these people and it's going to go as well as it's going to go, depending on how well you're prepared and how much you care about them. And you'll present what you have to present this big new business pitch or this new project or you're doing a keynote or you're in front of a group, maybe it's a retirement ceremony or, you know, I've had it, you know, do a eulogy. I mean, these are moments that are difficult, objectively difficult, but in that moment, you don't want to be thinking about how am I doing? You don't. So don't. If at any moment you start to just tell that inner voice, thanks for bringing that up, but I'm going to not talk, think about that right now. And uh, you continue on and like breathing, you take another breath and exhale and you inhale and you, and that's what provides oxygen and that's what gives you life and, and you don't think about it and that will get you through your presentation and your audience will see you being very authentic, very real, and they won't even think about how you're doing it and you'll get through. So to kind of conclude this perspective, if you will, on presenting is like breathing. Ask yourself this question. Am I giving them clear, clean oxygen to consume when I'm presenting? Or am I sucking all the air out of the room? Something to think about. Just saying. So.